Hi everyone, it's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. Alright guys, so we are going to be talking about signs that you are carrying deep shame and how to start to heal. Did you know that one of the biggest causes of suffering is unacknowledged shame? Yep, it makes us believe that there's something wrong with us and we are not good enough. When we have deep shame inside, instead of being true to ourselves, we, you know, like dress to impress so others will like us, which eventually makes us tired, depressed, and anxious because we have become disconnected from our true essence. Having shame isn't the issue. The real issue is resisting or trying to cover it up because the more we try to keep shame hidden, the more we live in limitation and self-protection and experience stress in our system. We may experience self-hate and a constant critical inner voice. You know, those parts of us, they don't want to be suppressed, forced to change, or told that they are bad or wrong. They want to be seen, heard, and embraced in unconditional acceptance and love. Many of us try to hide our shame because we don't want to feel that deep pain. And if people look at us in a weird way, criticize, judge, or leave us, then what? We'll be all alone. Well, that may not be true, but that's what we may have experienced in the past, and we fear it happening again. We may want a new relationship and to be intimate, but a part of us may push it away because we are afraid that they'll see that we're not perfect human beings and leave. Then that would reaffirm the false belief that we are unlovable or unworthy. We may want to share our creativity and express ourselves in some way but we've been shamed for doing so in the past so we stop ourselves because we don't want to be hurt again we may want to do inner healing but if we do we will get in touch with the parts of us that are hurting and feeling those feelings may seem overwhelming because we are used to suppressing them and they are attached to past pains or traumas. Some of us were shamed for making a mistake in the past, even though making mistakes is a part of learning. It's a part of life. And we tend to self-sabotage or procrastinate. Sometimes we use food, drugs, or alcohol, or being busy to try to numb and get away from our painful and shameful feelings. Sometimes shame manifests as chronic fatigue, self-criticism, depression, low self-esteem, or painful sensations in our body. We may feel self-conscious, anxious, and insecure and have a hard time speaking up 
or receiving gifts and compliments because we don't feel worthy of them. So what is shame really? It makes us believe that we're bad, wrong, unlovable, or unworthy. And those ideas stem from not meeting other people's expectations of how we should be or from past experiences that made us feel embarrassed because we don't or didn't know how to cope with the process, cope with or process, I'm sorry, our feelings at the time. We developed a negative lens through which we now see ourselves and others that dictates what we do and don't do. If we were shamed for or felt shame about something as children, we usually try to find a way to compensate for it as adults. This is where or what unresolved shame does. It creates a shame-based identity. It runs our subconscious programming, disconnects us from our authenticity, and makes us believe that there's something wrong with us. And that we're unworthy and not good enough. We don't stop loving the ones who shamed us and hurt us. We stop loving ourselves. And we start treating ourselves in the same ways they did. The external rejection becomes our own internal rejection. It may be helpful to understand that people who blame, shame, or criticize us are also hurting and have deep wounds that make them feel as if they are bad, unworthy, or unlovable. The inner child is saying, please love me, just like ours is. When we feel a sense of shame, most often our attention is focused on fixing ourselves to fit into the standards of the world so we can be loved and accepted. And by doing so, we often deny how we're truly feeling. And instead look for the right things to say and do which keeps us from living our truth instead of fixing ourselves to cover up how we are truly feeling we need to take the time to understand why we're feeling thinking and acting how we do which may be coming from past traumas hurts and wounds if we keep our shame hidden We may feel stuck inside, which makes us feel stuck in our lives because our minds and bodies continue to react automatically from the past painful and unresolved experiences. So if you're not sure if you're carrying deep shame, well, how much of this is true for you? You're unable to find inner peace deep inside. You don't feel good enough, like there's something wrong with you. You need to be loved and approved of by others in order to love and approve of yourself. You feel insecure and unworthy and constantly compare yourself to others. You see yourself and others through the lens of past painful experiences. You're afraid to try new things. Share your creativity, share how you're truly feeling, or ask for what you want and need because you don't feel worthy, or you're afraid of feeling embarrassed or shamed. 
and you mold yourself to try to fit in with what everyone else is doing instead of following what has true heartfelt meaning for you. You often feel anxious and afraid and you have a constant critical inner voice. You try to achieve as a way to prove that you are worthy. And since shame or being shamed makes us want to hide those parts of ourselves that were unacceptable, healing happens when we bring those parts into the light of awareness and embrace them with unconditional love and acceptance. Healing, it starts to happen when we recognize and break free from the trance we're living in. We do this by going to the root cause or the causes of of the shame and resolving that unresolved pain with compassion, love, and a new understanding. Healing starts to happen when we learn how to be more compassionate with ourselves. And instead of saying, why can't I just, we ask ourselves, what keeps me from, how can I help these parts feel seen, heard, understood, and loved? And healing starts to happen when we learn how to speak to and treat ourselves in more kind, compassionate, and loving ways. And also believe that we are worth it. But please, please remember that healing is a process, okay? Our system is conditioned to be a certain way and our minds and our bodies love to stay with what's familiar. Working with our tender, hurting parts with love and compassion can help us break out of the trance of past hurt and wounds and experience what true love and inner peace really means. So instead of trying to get rid of the shame or cover it up, embrace the parts you're ashamed of with unconditional acceptance and love. Let yourself and your inner child know that you are beautiful, valuable, and lovable as you are, even with your wounds and your scars. Alright y'all, so now I just want to talk to you for a second about how to release shame and stop feeling fundamentally flawed. Shame is often the trademark in hurting families and almost always part of the underlying matrix of psychological conditions. It may start with someone not owning their own feelings and making it about someone else. In our society, shame and guilt are often intertwined. However, these two emotions are quite different. Guilt's focus is on behavior. It's about what we do. When we experience guilt, we have gone against our own code of ethics. Guilt tells me that I am not doing what has been expected of me. This emotion usually serves as being an internal conscience, it helps me to not act on harmful impulses. And the great thing about guilt is our values get reaffirmed. There is a possibility of repair. We can learn and grow. 
Shame's focus is on the self. It's not that I did something bad, but that I am bad. So it gives us the sense that we do not measure up to others. We are defective. We are damaged goods. And a person cannot grow while they are in a place of shame. And they cannot shame others to change. This concept is like saying you are worthless and incapable of change, but change anyway. And a lot of the times we will respond to shame by moving away from it, moving toward it, or moving against it. And as human beings, we are wired for connection. We come into the world needing connection in order to survive. When we are in shame, we unravel our ability to connect. Our first reaction to shame is to hide. This may mean we work all the time, attach to someone in an unhealthy relationship, or withdraw from our community. More so, we may have difficulty with like healthy levels of self-esteem. We may fluctuate between arrogance, grandiosity, and low self-worth. And as a result of this dynamic, we are either one up or one down in a relationship. And relationships lack substance, honesty, and meaning. Shame needs three things to survive. Silence, secrecy, and judgment. And shame thrives on being undetected. The only thing shame cannot possibly survive is empathy. We have to find the courage to talk about shame. When we dig past the surface, we find that shame is what drives our fear of rejection. To not take risks or to hate our bodies and to worry about the judgment of others. We're more likely to engage in self-destructive behaviors or to attack others when we are honest about our struggles, we are less likely to get stuck in the black tar of shame. Shame cannot hold on when we name it. So, how do we become aware of shame and what can we do about it? Well, first, we have to name shame when we are feeling it. When I make I statements like I am an embarrassment or I am a failure... What I'm really feeling is shame. When I attack my being, I need to recognize the shame and reframe the belief I am not an embarrassment. I just did an embarrassing thing. The next step is to develop more awareness about when I'm experiencing shame. We have to become mindful of our triggers to shame, our feelings. Beliefs and actions are motivated by these triggers, whether we acknowledge them or not. So when we are feeling shame, we want to interrupt it with more positive thought patterns. Ego repair comes next. We have to track and replace that negative internal dialogue and put ourselves around positive and meaningful influences. Um... It's important at this stage to practice loving kindness to ourselves and others. Then you name and return shame. 
If we are unable to put shame back in its place, we will continue to attract people and situations that validate those negative beliefs and recreate shame in our lives. So, it is crucial to place yourself around healthy and loving people. Avoid negative situations and build positive supports. In order to understand where we are and where we want to go, we have to have self-acceptance about who we are. Shame can make for discomfort in relationships with others. If we could work on developing a loving relationship with ourselves, our ability to be intimate and authentic increases. So it's vital that we learn to separate shame from the person. We need to understand that this is an emotion. The concern, though, is many people have turned shame from an emotion to a state of being. We want to be able to transform it back into a feeling. All of our emotions have functions. Shame, similar to other feelings, is attempting to protect us from some sort of threat. However, it is often misperceived. And we cannot become resistant to shame, but we can develop resilience to it. We have to help one another know we are not alone in our experiences and in our feelings. And it's just helpful to have corrective, validating, and emotional experiences with someone we love. We have to understand that part of our shared humanity is having parts of ourselves. We are scared to show, but have to be brave enough to show them anyway. Alright guys, that is it for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Please, please make sure to hit that follow button. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.